Hello, everyone. Welcome to Executive Report. Today, we are sitting down with Michael Teitelbaum, the president of Baltimore Magazine, and he's going to tell us about some of the innovation that Baltimore Magazine has done over the past five years that has really inspired other cities around the nation to change how they look at their own cities. But before I get started, let me start with a quick bio. So Michael Teitelbaum, president of Baltimore Magazine. In his leadership role at Baltimore Magazine, Michael ensures that the right people, processes, and culture are in place to serve the organization's mission of inspiring Baltimore to discover more, do more, and be more. In the five years since joining the company, Baltimore Magazine has evolved to become a multimedia powerhouse in print, digital, live events, and custom publishing. Michael's nonprofit leadership began when he served on the board of the Greater Baltimore Tech Council. Michael also served as a board chair of the National Alliance of Mental Illness in Baltimore, where he continues to serve as a board advisor. Recently, he completed a a term as a trustee on the Living Classrooms Board and was recently elected to serve on the board of the City Regional Magazine Association. So, Michael, welcome to Executive Reports. Thanks for having me, Steve. Great to be here. Absolutely. So, I'm a longtime reader of Baltimore Magazine. I remember being a kid, seeing it in the grocery stores. I've been fortunate enough to be in the magazine here later in my career. And I just think it's a fabulous publication. But over the last five years, it's really taken a turn to spotlighting Baltimore and really trying to craft uh, the narrative of what Baltimore is as a city. And I think that's something relatively new. So I'm just curious, how did you come up with this idea to do it? Well, I I think what you're referring to is our uh, publication called Baltimore Game Changers. Yeah. So Baltimore Magazine has been around literally since 1907. Oh, wow. And I'll never forget when I first started the position, the uh, owner of the publication said, we're all about celebrating Baltimore. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can get the negative stuff just about anywhere in any local media, but we're we're, we're trying to be that counter-narrative. Mm. So, um, you know, it was about four years ago I was sitting in a Living Classrooms board meeting, and we heard a couple of people speaking about the good that they were doing in the community. One volunteer in particular um, served on Safe Streets, which is basically crime intervention. Mm -hmm. They go out on the streets, and they see crime before it happens, and they literally start talking. And there was another speaker as well talking about, again, the good that they were doing in the community. And right after the board meeting, a woman by the name of Sandy Hillman came up to me and said, Michael, Hmm. you should do uh, an issue of Baltimore Magazine with a cover story on the people that are doing good in Baltimore. And I said, Sandy, we do that. Hmm. But as we continue talking over the next few weeks, we came up with this concept of Baltimore Game Changers, hmm. which is a publication that lives in print, online, and at an event where it's entirely focused on uh, putting a spotlight on the people and organizations who are creating positive change in Baltimore. Yeah. And, you know, there are so many that are having positive change on, on our city. Um, and it, it's hard to really narrow it down to who should be in the publication and maybe who shouldn't, I mean, because there's so many. Um, so is there any particular type of focus on the people or the organizations that you look for? 
Well, let me let me start with the process so you understand that. Okay. Um, we do outreach into the community through email, through social media, through our website, through our print publication, and we get nominations coming in. Oh, okay. Um, so this is kind of like uh, for the people, by the people kind of a thing. Yes and no. So <laughs> okay. yes, and we got we get on average like this year we got somewhere around 150, 175 nominations. Mm, yeah. And our editor goes through those. Um, but we also have a team of editors who are out on the streets every day covering Baltimore, and so they put their recommendations in as well. I see. And we do the best job possible of having a diverse group of game changers. And mm. I mean diversity in literally every sense of the world, not, not just demographically, but in the types of services that they are providing to Baltimore. Mm. So it's people that are helping with food insecurity, helping with education, workforce development, mm. LGBTQ rights, yeah. um, you name it. There's a lot of people doing a lot of good in Baltimore, many of whom get no recognition whatsoever. They're unsung heroes. And we think that it's our obligation to not only put a spotlight on them to give them the recognition they deserve, mm -hmm. but also in hopes of inspiring others to be part of the solution of creating that positive change in Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. I've been to the Game Changer event um, as many times as I could go. And you're right, those, those people are really passionate about the city, about what they do, and most importantly, the communities and the people they serve. Um, it's just amazing to see uh, how... Um, how driven they are to really make a difference in their in their own lives and the people they affect. Yeah. So, I mean, are there any particular people or particular organizations that stand out to you? Or, I mean, I know they're all amazing, <laughs> but there's got to be some that just you think of immediately when you think about game changers. You're right. There are so many over the. So we just finished our third publication, mm -hmm. and in each publication, we feature between twenty five and thirty. Mm -hmm. And then uh, during the event itself, we have uh, half a dozen of them speak. You know, I, I guess one that comes to mind, and maybe this is because uh, I, I toured their facility and saw it firsthand, is um, if you're familiar with uh, Helping Up Mission. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Helping Up Mission, I was unaware of it until um, a business associate friend of mine, uh, Frank Kelly III mm -hmm. from Kelly Benefits, uh, introduced me to what they did. And I'd heard of them, but there's nothing like going and touring their facility. And what I experienced was, uh, and they house 500 people, 500 men at the time when I toured two and a half years ago. <laughs> And these are people who are homeless um, and have addiction problems. Yeah. And uh, what they do is not just house them, but they give them warm clothes, three meals a day, and teach them how to get back into the workforce so that they yeah. can fend for themselves. They, they call it a, a one-year spiritual recovery process. Yeah. Um, at the time, they did not have a women's facility, but there was one being built right across the street. And mm -hmm. since then, that facility has now opened, too, that also houses up to 500 women at a time. Oh, wow. It's just a, you know, if you, if you drive around Baltimore and you see the homeless and, you know, there's 
many people that just point to them and say, isn't that a shame? <laughs> yeah. But there's people that are doing something about it. Helping Up Mission, one of the yep. organizations that's doing something about that. Absolutely. And and you're right. You do drive around the city and you see, you know, it seems like though you see less and less now uh, than maybe four or five years ago. And I think that's to the credit of organizations like Helping Up Mission. Yeah. So, so I know that Game Changers, that is a big portion of what you're doing uh, to spotlight Baltimore in this positive way. I mean, are there other programs? I mean, obviously, we've got the magazine here with top doctors and so forth. But I think almost everything that you do is in that spirit of celebrating Baltimore. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you know, I, I think I said it earlier, we want to be the counter narrative to the local media who thinks that all people want to hear about are the bad things that are <laughs> happening in Baltimore. Um, you know, every issue of Baltimore magazine is filled with stories of people Um, most of whom are doing something for the betterment of Baltimore. But, Mm. you know, of course, the magazine is also to expose people to all the wonderful things (laughs) that they can experience in Baltimore, whether it's where they can go out for a nice meal or be entertained (laughs) or, you know, so... Yeah, Baltimore Magazine. You know, our mission is inspiring Baltimore to discover more, do more, and be more, and that's what the magazine is about. You know, but one I, of one of my favorite issues is the best of Baltimore. Of course, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody that's read the magazine knows the best of Baltimore. Uh, so many great uh, restaurants, uh, so many destinations. It's it's really cool. Some of them have actually been on the show, uh, like John Menadakis with Jimmy's Famous Seafood yeah. and whatnot. So, I mean, what's your favorite issue? <laughs> My favorite issue? Well, or at least your favorite theme. (laughs) You know, I I, I don't have a favorite issue. I will. (laughs) You love them all, right? (laughs) Well, from a business perspective, it's the one that brings in the most revenue. (laughs) Fair enough. But from an editorial perspective, I mean, every single issue is so chock full of information, stories about people, things to do. It's just, if you. Put down that device of yours and pick up a magazine and go through. It would take you hours to go through and read everything in the magazine. Wow. Um, but, you know, we so a couple of programs that we do that also highlight organizations and people that are doing good things in Baltimore, two come to mind. One is um, we do a, a special section in the magazine each October called Give Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And Give Baltimore, we actually partner with Maryland nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And we this is a forum for nonprofits in Baltimore to tell our readers um, who they are, what they do, and how people can get involved, either supporting them financially or through volunteerism. So that's a feel good. <laughs> There's another in every May we do um, excellence in nursing. Oh, really? And so excellence in nursing, we're the only organization that is providing the acknowledgement that nurses deserve because of the work that they do. Um, we, we, we tell a, a story in mm-hmm. the magazine itself. We have a nomination process for that as well. This past May, we featured 100 nurses that were voted on by their peers as well as consumers. And and then we do an event, an awards event, uh, and they, you know, it's a dinner type situation and they all come up and they get their awards. And I am fortunate enough to like hand out those awards and, and the 
the appreciation they have to be recognized in the way that we do. <laughs> because uh, I will tell you that anyone that has had a health care situation where they found themselves in a hospital will always say that the difference maker was the nurse. Yeah. Yes, the do- and this is our top docs issues. Doctors, you are very important. <laughs> but who is there all day long tending to their needs? It's the nurses. It is. And that is why nurses are pointed to often as the people who um, make the difference in that person's stay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thankfully, I haven't uh, had had to meet many nurses in that capacity anyway, um, but I do know quite a few of them, and all of them reference the magazine. You're, you're absolutely right about it. And I think you're also doing something with Junior Achievement at the moment, right? Yeah, so this is a work in progress right now. So Junior Achievement approached us um, it's a phenomenal organization. They just moved into a brand new facility that is amazing. And what we are doing, right, we're literally launching it as we speak. Um, and we are doing 18 under 18 <laughs> as a special section within the magazine. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a nomination process for that as well, Excellent. where people can nominate their eight <laughs> under 18 <laughs> Kids, yeah. Um, in 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 what what makes them exceptional? Yeah. Um, this will be voted on by uh, a, a, a group of judges that Junior Achievement is putting together, and then they will be featured in the magazine in the May issue, twenty twenty three. And uh, there will also be an event associated with that as well. That's fantastic. That's really cool because you know nothing like getting those kids you know, early on and... Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. In the STEM programs and the STEAM, and absolutely, I'm right there with you. Uh, we do a lot of internships and so forth with various high schools, and and the kids that are coming out of this area, I mean, they're fantastic. They yeah. absolutely are uh, second to none across the country. So, um, so I, I mean, we've been doing all this now, right? We've been seeing this positive effect locally that's celebrating Baltimore and shining uh, spotlights on the people like the Game Changers. I mean, have you seen the landscape change? Have other uh, magazines around the country started implementing similar things as a result of what they've seen here in Baltimore? Yeah, so you mentioned in my bio that I'm part of the City Regional Magazine Association. Mm-hmm. It's a group of publishers that get together three times a year and share what's working and what's not working in each city because we're essentially all in the same business, but mm-hmm. we don't compete with one another. So <laughs> That's true. we share everything. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I shared was Baltimore Game Changers, and that's being under different names. Uh, there are a few other city regional magazines that are doing similar publications in their market. Excellent. And I think that's really the test of whether something works or not. What do they say? Uh, uh, copying is the highest form of flattery. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I've also heard um, anecdotally um, that the publication is inspiring people to do good. You know, yes. those that either read the publication or attend the event they may not have been doing game-changing-like activities, but after reading or experiencing the event, they're motivated to get involved. Fair enough. Fair enough. So what can people do to get involved? Um, obviously, we have a listeners group of a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of businesses. Are there sponsorship opportunities for companies that might be listening? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we... Um, 
What's interesting about the sponsorship opportunities is the types of sponsors that we look for for a program like Game Changers are organizations who focus attention on corporate social responsibility. Okay. You know, they're not just interested in making a buck, they're interested in having a positive impact in the community where their business is located. Mm. So if you look through the publication or if you attend the event, you saw I think we had upwards of 20 sponsors this year, That's right. and all of them do it not for advertising. They're doing it because they want to support this type of positivity. So, uh, you know, one of the best ways to find out more about Game Changers, if you're not a Baltimore subscriber and, you know, all Baltimore Magazine subscribers get the Baltimore Game Changers publication, but you can go to our website, baltimoremagazine.com. We have a channel on the website called Game Changers, Mm -hmm. and within that are lots of the Game Changers stories. Mm -hmm. There's a nomination process because we do a rolling nomination. One of the things that uh, has transpired as a result of this is Every month in the magazine, we also feature a game changer. Oh, really? Yeah. So the nomination process is rolling because maybe you didn't make the annual publication, but you may be in one of the issues of Baltimore Magazine. Got it. As a game changer. Very cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Excellent. And I'm certain that you would be happy if people uh, followed you guys on uh, social medias and shared the articles as well, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, we're on all of them. Uh, you guys yes. have a TikTok channel yet? <laughs> no, we don't. We've talked about it, but, uh, you know, that's a a, you know, a a younger crowd, I think, than we're right now looking to target. Got it. So something you guys might not know out there in YouTube world is that Michael is also a musician, and he has a band, right? The Wafflers. The Wafflers. Wafflersband.com. <laughs> so you can follow them as well. So, But guys, don't forget, hit that like button, hit the subscribe, uh, make sure you share the video as much as you can. And Michael, we really appreciate you being here and really supporting the, the Baltimore communities the, the way you have at Baltimore Magazine. So thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. It's been a pleasure.